Money. Um, so in my second part um, of what you need to talk to your partner about before getting married is money. You have to talk about money. It's like one of the top reasons reasons marriages end in divorce. It's a point of contention even in casual conversations. You know, like if you go to a party or something, you don't talk about your finances, right? You don't, it's, and the reason why is because it's money is associated with power, with status, with security, with freedom, with autonomy. And so, and these things like power, status eating can pinch, easily pinch our values. So money is emotional and money has shaped a lot of our childhoods growing up. Um, you know, whether you grew up with humble surroundings or you grew up with privilege. Um, and money really contributes to the values and beliefs and priorities that we have as adults. I mean, just think of it like, how do you perceive someone who makes less than you? How do you perceive them if they make more than you? And thinking about yourself, you know, depending on how much, how, how you value money, how do you want to be perceived? Um, like, do you, do you care about status? Do you care about power? Do you care about what others think of you, how much you make, how little you make? You know, and how does it, how does, you know, depending on your relationship, who earns more, who earns less, how does that affect your financial decisions that you're going to make together when you're married? You know, in a, in a couple, there might be a spender, there might be a saver. Who, which one are you? And having those honest conversations is incredibly um, important. Um, and of course, invest in the future or, or enjoy life in the present. These touches, this touches on your values as a couple. Um, you know, does someone like more possessions buying things to give them joy or are they more into vacations and traveling experiences? Um, and you know, about what about lending money like um, to your friends and family? What, where do you stand on that? I mean, is there like kind of a, a limit of how much you would lend to your friends and family? And, why, and if, if, or if, if you don't believe in that at all, why do you not believe in it? Or if there is a limit, why do you think it's $500 or $5,000 or the limit is unlimited? Um, tipping etiquette, right? Some people tip more, some people don't tip. Um, uh, so there's a lot of things that are associated with money. Money is emotional. Um, I think it's really important to talk about your current debt and you know it could be credit cards lines of credit student loans medical bills uh tax debt money that has been owed to your friends or family maybe it's a gambling debt uh mortgages failed business uh business debts that you have uh, unpaid parking tickets right so it's like i really recommend you put everything on the table before you get married because i like and i know for a lot of people, it's a very vulnerable thing to do because there's a fear that your partner is going to criticize you and, you know, someone with a ton of debt um, can be perceived as irresponsible and careless, lacking discipline and self-control. And so, but at the same time, even though it's a vulnerable process to both go through, it can also uncover some really bad habits that, that someone may want to hide. Um, maybe they have uncontrolled retail therapy or they have a gambling addiction or an online gaming debt you had no idea about. Or if that's you the one who has those secrets, would you, if you really love and, and, and want to marry someone, it's important that you put your, your cards on the table so that they have full transparency of who you are. Um, it's daunting, but think of it like ripping off a Band-Aid. And once you're both on the same page and everything's out in the open, 
then you can come up with a plan together to pay off that debt. Um, and really think of it as an opportunity to work as a team, leveraging on each other's strengths and abilities. You know, it's better to, to know this information um, before you share your life as a married couple. And, and of course, to be brutally honest, that's my kind of style is that, yeah, um, there is a possibility your partner might leave you after they, they find this information about you. Um, especially if you have major debt. Um, but, but maybe that will be a trigger point for you to get your finances in order um, and really start your state clean. With the, if they do unfortunately leave you, then that's also kind of like hitting rock bottom and the only way to come up from rock bottom is to rise up. Um, so ultimately, it's, it's, you find out more about each other and during the process of something, whether it's gonna, if it's gonna make or break your relationship, then it's gonna make your make or break your marriage. Um, talking about money, the three Bs: uh, bills, bank accounts, and budget. Bills, bills, bills. Cue, cue uh, Destiny's Child for those who are millennials. Um, so I would suggest you each create a list of all the bills that you're currently paying and, you know, you know rent, mortgage or mortgage, groceries, phone, internet, cable, um, you know, your subscriptions like Netflix and Spotify or your memberships like Costco, the gym, uh, any sort of insurance that you have, car insurance, life insurance, home insurance, your fees like strata condo fees or parking, you know, parking monthly passes that you have. Um, so like really both of you can create a list of all the bills that you pay and and this is also kind of a fun part because then you both see your bills and then once knowing you know what your bills are then you're like well some of these things can cancel out once we live together or move in together or buy a place together you know we can share the rent share the groceries share these things um and then when and when once you're married you can kind of divvy up who pays for what you can do it like half equal or you can do 40 60 or whatever your heart's content for bills bank accounts okay so now you have to determine what kind of structure you want like how are you going to pay the bills you want a joint account you want individual accounts you want to do both like a joint account for uh you know the things that are shared and then you keep your individual accounts or just everything's you know to determine that have that conversation um and then also think about if you're trying to save for a big purchase together, like a house or, or a vacation, um, how's that going to work? You want a joint account to have that or a separate account? Um, maybe it's an emergency fund. Like if one of you lose, unfortunately loses their job, like who, is there an emergency fund that you both contribute to in case? Um, and then how much are each of you going to put into this, this account? And is it dependent on your income? Like if someone makes a lot more, are they required to put a lot more into this account than the person who makes less? Um, who's responsible for what? Like one person might be better at paying bills. Like they're just more on time and they're more like organized in that way. And they just take the entire responsibility of paying the bills. Um, and then, or the other, um, one person might be better looking at deals, uh, cost saving strategies. Like they love contacting <laughs> They're cable companies and negotiating deal. They love, uh, you know, being the one that uh, talks to their uh, their landlord to negotiate on rent or whatever. Like it's it, whoever is better at those things, talk about it and then assign those responsibilities. 
The third B is budget. Okay, now it's time to look at the money coming in from both of you and how much you're spending and try to do it over the previous year. And so it can be done, you know, individually how much you spent and how much you earned in a year and then the other person can do it or you can do it as a, as a thing together. Is there anything left over? Um, you know, budgeting, is there anything non-essential that you can kind of cut back? Um, and, you know, in terms of your savings, is it enough? And talking about investments, like if you have a little bit of money left over together, do you guys want to invest in something? Um, if you guys are, you know, if you're into big weddings, planning for a wedding is a great exercise to go through because it tests how you work as a team and then also how to keep a budget or create a budget, keep it, um, and spend like be able to to maintain that. I think with the three B's, bills, bank accounts, and budget, um, at the end of the day, it's about trust. It's about having transparency with one another on money and really those raw, open, and honest conversations so that when you do get married, things don't just, you know, come out of the blue like that about those skeletons in the closet. Hey guys, it's Catherine here. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. If you loved this or you resonated with this and found value in my content, please hit the subscribe button. And thank you so much from the bottom of my heart.